0: Welcome, listeners, to a small blue planet in the middle of an endless black sea of nothing. It's a pretty strange place full of turmoil, terror, but also mystery and magic. Today, we sit down with just one of us earthlings to tell you a tale of one simple night here on the mother we call home. So, to any and all who might be tuning into our frequency, let's begin. justice warden uh welcome howdy so this is one night on earth when we discuss uh one night whatever it might be a party uh tragedy and an intensity and just a night of importance a night of uh the human story here on earth and uh we just kind of try and tell you a little bit about what it might be and uh so tell us a quick bit about yourself i know you were just on gage's top five recently (laughs) but just in case uh, what do you do? What's your, what
1: are you all about? Um, well, I currently work in a restaurant. That's, uh, how we met. But da <laughs> We won't disclose the name just for
0: whatever. Shmush, It's a French, It's a French, Belgian, whatever. Yeah. Restaurant. Whatever.
1: New York. Um, yeah. Live in Brooklyn. Um, moved here two years ago after college. Um went to college in uh, Westchester, New York. Go Gales. Hey! I uh, moved out originally from Albany, New York, uh,
0: just, where just, my where my uncle is the chief of police, so if you ever get into trouble, let him know.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just kind of figuring it out.
0: Yeah, there you go. So uh, I'll give you a quick rundown of what I think Thomas is. Uh, Service slash manager at my restaurant kind of trained me to be where I was. He's also uh, been a part of the MSG men- network, that's not monosodium glutamate, that is <laughs> Madison Square Garden. So working in the New York TV industry, working with the Hockey Channel and all that kind of stuff like that. Wanted to have him on because he's uh, got a bunch of, uh, I don't know, just like interesting, similar opinions as me. We've, we've kind of worked on some of the same stuff, had similar uh, ideas and ideologies when we've worked together in the past. So, uh, welcome to FC Pubs. This is an FC Pubs podcast. Uh, check us out on YouTube at FC Publications. Uh, check us out at FC Pubs um, Tweet at us. All that good stuff. We're all doing up doing podcasts and stuff like that. We'll be rolling out weekly podcasts regularly. Come here at the end of the June after I get uh, after I get married and have all this other important stuff to do. Woohoo! Uh, so for now, one night on Earth. This is a podcast where we discuss. A story about one day, one night, uh, on this big blue planet that we inhabit here. So, uh, give us a little rundown. What are we gonna be talking about tonight?
1: Um, it's kind of. It's a story from my junior year of college. Cool. Um, college years always good. It's a, a mix of a party and then a downfall. I guess. <laughs> um, I think we've all been there. Cool. Uh, it starts fun. And it's not fun, but uh, there there are grander things in it that I want to... Yeah, sure. Yeah.
0: Okay, so we'll start off with the day. Uh, give us a little bit of setup to
1: the night that you expect. So it's, um, um, as I said, my junior year of college, it's winter break. Uh, so I am back in Albany. Do you have a year for us? It is 20 graduated in 2015 20 so it would be 13 2013 about to turn 2014 cool winter break you're right. winter break yes there um and all my friends decided we would come back to New Rochelle to s- spend a weekend together it's cool. you know winter break uh it's like a, a month so we were both like a, a bunch of us decided to get together kind of go out and have a good time. We hadn't seen each other, you know,
0: how far away is newer
1: show from Albany? Uh, two hours and 15 minutes. Work. So not bad. Uh, definitely doable. So that's what I spent, uh, the day doing is, uh, driving down. I made a playlist, uh, actually burned it on a CD.
0: Hey, Hey, um,
1: that's before I bought an aux cable for my car, <laughs> uh, which is sadly passed away. RIP Batman. Uh oh, um, peace Batman. <laughs> but I uh, burned a CD um, and listen to that on the way down. There you go. Um, and got down there is a huge snowstorm, uh, like the day or two before. So there's like two feet of snow on the ground. Um, driving, it's like a clear day, so it's fine. It's not a big deal. But when I get to my friend's, my friend Ronan's place, he, um, to park, it's <laughs> no, there's a berm. It's not. Gonna yeah. Happen. There's like, no love. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. Uh, Ronan has a house. He was a senior when I was a junior, so okay. he has this house, and it's kind of where we would go to have. It was the party house, but like, we became like, uh, he was on the track team, so he became really good friends with my best friend Andrew, and then through Andrew, I would start to hang out with Ronan on my own, and Got we it. would become very close. Okay. Um, I get the picture and like to the point the uh, first semester of junior year I would just go over without Andrew and that was like kind of the first time it happened but like it wasn't weird it was you just, gotta like, it. just go over and hang out like you were you were accustomed to it you were welcome to all that jazz exactly Yeah. Uh, so I'd go over to this house we'd have that. outs. So that's where it kind of takes place okay um, cool we got a setting we have a setting <laughs> um, time and place and uh we'd go to this house uh on fifth ave and a bunch of us decided to meet there i was a little late to uh getting down there um you're coming from albany yeah yeah i'm also perpetually late it's like that's all right people tell me like to get places half an hour earlier sure (laughs) like i i assume
0: that's when you're supposed to be there exactly
1: i am the late friend sure um so i get there and everyone's it's about 10 15 of us so it's like a small-ish gathering, but sure. it's like very close friends. But, and so you like,
0: guys had this intention to do so while you're on winter break, as in no one's around. It's not exactly. like a usual party town, or I mean college town party. Yeah. It's it is, you guys making an intention. It's
1: a bunch of 10, 15 really close friends cool. hanging out. Nice. Um, with a couple exceptions. There yeah, is, sure. People come in. And um, two main exceptions that I want to bring point. Um, there is one, it was ronan's sister nora um and and ronan's older right so he would have graduated from college at this point he was a senior okay got it um so ronan is a year older i'm a junior um nora is a year younger than me okay um she is dating my roommate at the time steve okay um the steve i know no steve pierce oh cool yeah word um Still together, BT Dubs. Wow, yeah, good for them. Okay, um, so
0: so then I know then.
1: Okay, yes cool. Um, it's it's a very convoluted incestual friend <laughs> group, but like, I, I, yeah. I feel um, that. so they're together, and my friend Andrew, um, is trying. He in his mind is trying not to deal with his feelings for Margaret. Ah. Uh, makes they're sense. together now. Yeah. Listener. Um, they're listeners. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> but um Nora st- Ronin's sister, Steve's girlfriend, brought a friend for Andrew like ostensibly to hook up with. Uh, okay, like, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know the scenario where he's, they're like, "Hey, I'm probably going to be hooking up tonight with my boyfriend."
1: Here's, exactly. Here's and, this uh, person who's probably down. And uh Margaret brought a friend for me. <sighs> Well, you and Margaret are friends, right? Me and Margaret, best friend. That's kind of like this story. We have been like super close before. This is one of the nights where I realized like this is a person that will be in my life forever. Cool. This is my best friend.
0: Awesome. Great. Well, I always oftentimes or, you know, on this podcast, I want to talk about meaningful connections um, whether it's through a party, whether it's through an experience, whether it's through something scary, whether it's through whatever it is. So One Night on Earth is a lot about the people that we talk about that matter to us or whatever. So continue. Um, okay, so we you end up at the party slightly late. Yes. Uh, gathering of sort of 15-ish
1: close college friends. Um, describe the scene. Uh, we walk into this house. I walk into this house. Sure. Um, <coughs> The heat is off, um, because it's over the winter and they don't want to pay for heat for the month that they're not going to be there. Um, it is. So this, body oriented heat. Yes. It, everyone's in coats. It is a dump of a house. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 We, it is a disaster, but it's where we had all our parties. So cool. Like, it's a, it's a house that I have really fond memories of, yeah, but yeah. it's a dump. Sure.
0: <laughs> okay. No, no, no. I mean, I think we all probably have that party house in college. Yeah the take advantage of, I can come here and maybe yak my brains out, whatever it is. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've
1: certainly done that. at in the sure. pee
0: people. in the yard, whatever yeah. it yeah. is. Yeah.
1: He had a bush, so he'd go pee. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> um, when I walked in, everyone's just kind of getting readjusted. Sure. To, like spending time with each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause again, you're on
0: winter break. It's a month long break in college, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so I walk in, and that's kind of, like, the official start. Not because of me, just because of, like, oh, everyone's here. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. get the show the on the crew, road. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so we start playing beer pong. Um, I think this is the first time there are... We played so much beer pong yeah, yeah, my yeah. junior year that we made up games of beer pong to play. Sure, sure, like so we, like
0: alternate rules or we specialties. We played or... uh,
1: American Revolution Pong. Okay. Which is Americans versus the English. Okay. Uh, the Americans get six cups to place. However, they don't have to be in a certain they <laughs> They're not get in to a place lineup. Wherever. <laughs> Amer. Uh, the English get, get ten it. cups, and the, but they have to be in a straight line straight. across. oh uh, that makes perfect sense. And uh, every <laughs> the lineup. Every four shots, the English get a reinforcement. Okay. And then. So they get one more cup. Uh, Every four shots. And then once That's per game. That's brilliant, honestly. That's once awesome. per game, the Americans get a German reinforcement. Ah. Uh, so it has to be played with. Thanks, Germany. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Germany and France. Really saving our bacon. Really? Don't give you enough credit on that <laughs> one. Um, so it has to be played with beer. Normally, we play water pong and then drink on the side. Sure.
0: But this is Because uh, we, play,
1: we play beer pong for the love of the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this was just. This was beer pong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to play it. And you had to play with, like, German beer. Oh, like, uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, so that's how we started, and then we played wor- Wormhole Pong, which is uh, a six-rack on each side. Okay. One of them, it's it's beer, and then one of them is a shot of liquor.
0: <laughs>
1: and then if you hit the shot of liquor, the team that side is on drinks it, and you switch sides.
0: Oh. It's super wow, fun. Wow, that's tight. I like that idea a lot. It's,
1: like, it's... Semi strategy based. Yeah, like, I like, like that because you're like, you do we want
0: to drink it or? You can't
1: win or like the, the, the switch cup can't be one of the last two cups. Yeah. So you have to be like, do I switch now? Like, Interesting. if I'm behind, it's it's super fun. That's cool. Um, but that's what we that's what we did for the the day.
0: Yeah. The um, only the only alternate beer pong I've ever played is we played, one time with a keg of beer oh, where the wow. point was you had to finish the keg. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, it was... Now, it was two teams, but we had teams of four. Oh, okay. Right? So, like, you could sub in, sub out. Yeah. Kind of like you were a closing pitcher or whatever, you I know what I mean? Saying, you yeah. were like, well, I'm going to run three games because I got it right now, but then I need to rest. Yeah. And so I'm going to have this closer come in and do something or whatever. And we did it where we had... Uh, I forget exactly what the number was, but it was. But there was a pyramid of cups as opposed to a triangle of Got cups. Got it. So we did a triangle, and then stacked on top yeah, of that another yeah. triangle, and then stacked on that another triangle. Uh, it took all night. Yeah. When we were all faded. But it was fun. Uh,
1: another time we did, this is a separate day. Sure. Where we did Sentry Pond. Hmm. We took, so he has already like a long dining room table. We took like an extra plank of wood, like probably like 15 feet long wow it's 100 cups on each side word and a 30 rack on each side got it got it got and it. then three people per team and you just play sure uh that's
0: similar to what we did it was yeah. just, again like a keg yeah. we just kept filling them up but we had I, th- I don't know how many cups were on each side but it must have been more than 50 yeah, yeah, yeah and it was the same type of thing but again the four-person team so i sat out for like probably a good hour yeah you know what I mean that's, Where, that makes sense
1: know. I know people who do Century pong but play with teams of five yeah yeah exactly three we you would just always on that's
0: true see that's the different that's the more difficult word like at a point I was just hanging out at the party yeah I still probably kept drinking which is the problem <laughs> but like but, but like there was a I remember that that specific game went all night you know with the eight people who were playing yeah. and I, at one point I was just off hanging out in the party and came back and was like how are we doing folks you know whatever <laughs> I'm like whatever
1: Anyways, okay, so uh, beer pong and so Tues, playing, you guys are getting tipsy. You're playing fine beer pong, uh, having it, having a good time. Sure, someone decides to try and pl- play a beer, uh, like beer Olympics. Oh, yeah, and then the other 14 people are like, No, we're not. doing <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that." laughs> I'm sorry, I'm over it. <laughs> um, so we get we were really big during this phase of my college, uh, life, uh, playing the game mafia. Sure, um, so someone's decides, like, All right, we'll have. One more game, Beer Pong, and then we're going to play Mafia. Okay. So we were playing Mafia.
0: Well, um, let's just real quick for our audience. Yeah. In case.
1: Mafia is a game. Um, everyone sits in a circle in a room. Do you yep. play with cards or not?
0: Yeah, we did We did with cards. Okay,
1: we didn't. Okay. We had the narrative. So there's... <laughs>
0: well, again, this is the type of game, like Beer Pong, that'll have different rules wherever you are in whichever college. But yes. you guys go ahead and tell yours. For
1: um, so how we played... It was normally ten, to, like similar to the party. That's yep. why we decided to play ten to fifteen people. We had one narrator who would tell the story, sure, pick the people, and um, kind of just you know, uh, administrate the game. Sure, there were the two- dungeon master of sorts. Yes, <laughs> there were uh, two people in the mafia. Okay, there was one police officer, one medic. Got it. Um, The two people in the mafia, each night, quote-unquote, which is when the lights would shut off and people would kind of pick their things, Mm -hmm. um, would decide on someone to kill. Got it. The police officer would decide to accuse someone of being the mafia. Sure. The medic would decide one person to save. To save, yeah. We picked... There were several different rules we had. We had, like, a peeping boy where like someone could like peek their eyes at night oh so even if yeah so he would see who everyone is but like if he got caught he was dead immediately got it we had a postman who like <laughs> it's a, a really like unfortunate thing now that I think about it yeah, but, that's like, obscure I don't even know every time he would die he would go on a rampage and kill two people oh wow <laughs> Jesus Christ <Yeah. laughs> uh First. it's it was rough but it was really funny at the time yeah um but it's just a really funny game, a really fun game where you like, you have to convince people that you're not, you know, part of this group, or you are part of this group. You have to like, it's a game about lying. Yeah, kind yeah, of, it's, like, it's
0: totally a character driven like game.
1: It's super fun. Definitely look it up and play it if you have a group of friends. Yeah, like, it's a good one for sure. Um, but we decided to play Mafia, and this is, I I. Don't drink at home in Albany. I don't have a ton of friends there to go out with. Sure. So I had lost my tolerance in three weeks. Yeah, yeah. And you and, hadn't been up up to the game. Yeah. Um, so I'm starting to feel it at this point. Uh, Haven't eaten dinner. Like just feeling it. Yeah. You drove down for this event. All that yeah. stuff. Um, so during this game of Mafia, me and the young lady that Margaret. Um, had kind of intended on... set aside. Sure. Uh, um, Like, we're flirting and whatever, and then... um, During during (laughs) just one of the lights-out, like... Situations. Situations, we were just like, all right, we're gonna make out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Doesn't matter what... That's that, yeah. uh, It didn't go well for the game. (laughs) Because you're (laughs) very vulnerable. (laughs) Went well for me, as a human. Um... (laughs) And then we had all kind of, like, it's 9, 9.30 at this point. Sure. We've been hanging out, drinking for a while. I got there mid-afternoon, and now it's, like... This was a
0: type of, like, day-to-night event, right? Yes. Like, it wasn't just, like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Totally. Um, so we all decide we're going to go to our local bar. Um, just kind of hang out, because we know it's going to be super not crowded. Exactly, because it's, it's off-season. Bar, it's yeah. off-season. We know the owners, so we're going to, like, be able to have a good time. Uh They're not overly expensive or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Actually, this bar was kind of expensive where we went, but, like, point still stands. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Um,
0: It's your spot.
1: It's it's our spot. It's basically the only bar within walking distance, so we're just like, we're going to walk. We're going to have some fun. So we go to this bar. Um, This is where I start to brown out.
0: Sure. Um, Where things get a little blotchy. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, I remember walking in, walking to the back of the rest. There's a bar and then, like, a small dining area. Probably eight tables. Sure. Like, not much, um, but enough where, if you want to sit down. um, I remember us going to the back, ordering food. I ordered chicken fingers, (laughs) and that's it. (laughs) Classic. Um, apparently during this time, I made out with Sarah again. Oh okay. Um, and that's, uh, and that's, that's it. <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, it's funny, but the main part of the the part of the night that I actually like, the, the meat of it is sure. later. Sure. Um,
0: okay, but so for now, you guys go to a bar. It's the whole crew, right? Mm-hmm. The whole par- Margaret's party, the whole party, private private party. Margaret's to a public place. You guys are all doing your thing. And there's some debauchery. That's all you got.
1: We. <laughs> it, it. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, a good synopsis.
0: So, yeah. So, where. Like. You and. Uh, let, let's talk about Margaret real quick. Okay. You and Margaret are super homies. I met. It actually comes up later. I'm going to talk about okay, it. Okay, good, good. I, I just want to make sure it. that people yes. know that that relationship is because I know what that like, relationship is. Yeah. And so, me and
1: Margaret, we are absolute best friends. It is most people assume when i i it, like in least in my experience most people assume when a guy and a girl are best friends that there is some sexual tension sexual tension sure. romantic interest whatever myself included yeah <laughs> i it is felt this way too when i first met you guys absolutely yeah. never been that case it is just cool. two people who two besties really really 100%. care about each other like absolutely. never anything more totally um <laughs> this there's so much in this night um I shouldn't be laughing about it because it's really not like funny um uh-huh, yeah but but you know we, but there's you know, a lot back. of common themes that like even you've brought up like just in this podcast that have answers in it, this yeah yeah yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. okay alright so I blacked out at Beachmont um the name of the bar sure um and don't really remember much I come to it's 3am sure um the bar closes at 2. So, so you're I'm, gone. All right, like, I'm outside of the bar. I'm walking back to Ronan's place. I am belligerently drunk. I have no idea what's going on, but I have, like, come to enough where I kind of realize, like, where I am and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's some sort of cognizance. Yes. Um, and what I... as I, The snow, as I described, like, two feet of snow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot um, about that. Here's the thing about
0: this, if you're not in New York City or New York in general, like there's some nights where it's a battle to go out. And if you, and, and if you do end up doing so successfully, there's a point where you get so drunk where you don't care about the snow. Oh, much yeah. anymore, <laughs> And that's when you run into some precarious situations because, uh, you're walking home as you would normally, or walking to a party as you would normally, only there's slightly more hazardous conditions yeah. on the road, whether it's ice or just snow. And
1: yeah. Continue. Um, <laughs> Again, comes into play. Um, yeah. So I am super drunk, trying to get into Ronan's house, fumbling with my keys. Uh-huh. Um, and I, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go somewhere in the snow. Yeah, yeah. Um, and <laughs> it, it, it is three, and the bar closes at two. It's been an hour since I've been looking for my keys. Oh, God! But like,
0: you're y- all you
1: know is you're looking for your keys in exactly. the snow. Yeah, <laughs> like I come to and it's like, all right, what am I doing? Ronan's house, keys. Like I gotta find them. Yeah. But it's been an hour, or so it's been told to me. Yeah. Like, who, how? Uh, yeah, however much do you know? Um, and I am just trudging through this like. <laughs> I no, I like so the thing is I've worn it down enough at this point. Sure, sure. Like it's it's like it's like a six foot block of sidewalk. Yeah, and I'm just trying to find my keys. But my trying to find my keys is <laughs> just me walking back and forth, randomly shoving, shoving my hand, your hand into, into, into
0: some snow. <laughs> oh. um, I can picture it now because I could. I would be the same person. It's
1: the, it like I am the type. out of... I'm the type to Irish exit.
0: Sure. Oh, me hundred percent too. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're like, I've had enough. Yeah. I'm out of here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make a fool of myself if I keep going. <laughs> you know? Most
1: of the time I am like good about it and like, all right, I'm going to go home. Sure. Some of the times, just like I'm gonna go walk.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I'm really off into the night. Dangerous way. Yeah, like, yeah I'm yeah. just gonna
1: go belligerently walk somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who knows what's gonna happen? I might kick a car door or yeah. something stupid like that. Yeah. And this is like a solid combination of the two. Where it's like, oh, I lost my keys, but I, like I'm outside the house where yeah, I'm staying yeah. at. Sure, like, sure, sure. But so you had every intention, just for you
0: know, audience sake of of coming down to what's it called the town, Beachmont. Okay. Or
1: New Rochelle? Where New
0: Rochelle. And staying there. Yeah. You're not oh, going back yeah. to Albany tonight. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so this is the place no, where I you intend... absolutely no plan. <laughs> yeah, so this is the place where you intend to stay, yet your keys are still important. Yeah.
1: Like, so, yeah. I still have the car keys that I need to, like, go home. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. Or maybe I had a spare, like, the car keys and one, like, because I think I was a little smart. Like, you might have had some spares.
0: But anyways, so you're trudging through the snow randomly, drunkenly, and to get to it.
1: Um again, kind of like miss a little bit of the time. Um Yeah. Brown out as we like to call it. Yeah. Um and then Margaret's walking with me. Sure. She's just here like kinda like talking with me, figuring it out. I'm crying at this point. Uh,
0: you're like, I don't know where I am. I I am <laughs> sobbing at this point.
1: Margaret's walking with me trying because 'cause I've heard
0: out. you're a drunken crier a
1: little bit, right? I uh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. I No shame in it, I'm just yes. saying. Um, and me and Margaret are walking. She's like, we can go in the house. Uh, like, it's like, we can find it some other time. Yeah. And then Margaret bundles me in the house. She turns on the oven to heat up my hands because she's afraid <laughs> I have hypothermia. Because you've been fully putting your hands in snow for yeah. an hour. <laughs> like, uh, my hands are like, it's the way she describes it is like horrific. Like, yeah, they're, yeah. Like blue bricks. purple. Yeah. 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 And she's like, no. Like, I turned on the oven and was like, shove your fucking hands in there.
0: Like, <laughs> and Good I friend. don't
1: remember this. Yeah, sure. But this has been told to you in the morning. This is what Margaret said to me.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then we are in the uh, We're in the kitchen. Uh, again, the heat's off. So we're in the kitchen with the oven open. Oh, yes. This is to, an like, extra thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to get some heat in me. We're just talking for like an hour and a half. I thought it was 10 minutes. So yeah, like, of really course. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah but it was a long drawn out drunken conversation so. um and andrew at, uh, i'll i'll finish the night and then i'll get into like yeah, yeah i understand um margaret puts me to bed on the couch with <laughs> a santa robe as my blanket as- <laughs> um, <laughs> Perfect perfectly for the winter vacation Whatever. Yep. uh i wake up and uh Find my car key. I don't have my house keys or anything. Word, find my car key. Drive back up to Albany. Okay, just decide like I'm gonna figure it out. Like, oh gosh, happy ending to the story. Uh, three weeks later, find my keys.
0: Okay, good. Some um,
1: like what in your? It was no, it was like on the sidewalk. Oh, like wow, the snow melted and we found them. Wow, it was actually That's it was insane. Margaret. Margaret was hooking up with Ronan at the time. Okay. Trying not to figure out her feelings for Andrew. Okay, so this is, they ended up together. Margaret and Andrew got together immediately before. Got Margaret on. was hooking up with Ronan, like, just trying to, like, whatever. Like, yeah, they were yeah. both there over, like, spring break or something. It like, was like. kind of just a thing, yeah. And then she was walking back to her apartment from Ronan's and saw my keys. Oh, wow. And just picked them up. Fucking good friend, Margaret. Yeah. Good friend. She's She's amazing. But there's a lot more to this story, um, which is why I wanted to talk about it. Sure. Um, So when me and Margaret were in the kitchen talking, Andrew was on the couch, hooking up with the girl that he, that like he was quote unquote supposed supposed to to be hooking up with, right? But he was dealing with feelings for Margaret at the time. Sure. And did he know that there was a? Ah, Okay, we'll get there. He thought that me and Margaret were hooking up in the kitchen at the time. Sure. Ah. When... See, that's tricky. According to Margaret, you could hear my sobs from, like, the house next door. <laughs> like, how so, he thought. So, like, again, this plays into
0: the narrative that maybe you guys have some sexual tension even though you know and she knows that you're that there fully is just but, like, homies of homies. Yeah.
1: But got it he that's just what he assumed I think just cause of like the timeline like it's like we were like in there for an hour like whatever Who He knows just, what's happening yeah that's just what he thought the party's going on around and I, I think it's like he had feelings for Margaret and just like jumped to conclusions sure 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 he placed the placed the the idea upon the
0: closest person
1: yeah. yes uh when it was not happening um but it was just like it's just really funny to me that he is, like... <laughs> he's making out with this young woman, Danielle, and thinking the entire time, like, fucking Mark God damn Like, <laughs> damn. But you know what? That's college for you right there. Yeah. that's good. Um, and... Another thing, this is... Um, to get into, like, serious or mode... Um, hey, man, get deep. This is the, the night that I kind of figured out stuff was wrong. Sure. Um, and I always thought, like, I always knew, not always, but, like, kind of since high school, I knew that I was super sad and, well, it's actually weird. In high school, I didn't have feelings. Like, <laughs> okay. I, like You're just... I literally didn't have feelings. Sure. And um, in in high school, I, I tried to hurt myself. Okay. Um, and then the... And was it was it from a place of like,
0: I need to feel feelings, so I need to feel this intense feeling, or was it like a, a, a escapist or? Oh like, yeah, it okay. was. I, I tried to kill myself. Okay, no, like, no, no, yeah. no. I'm just saying, like, I I've dealt with a lot of mental health in my life, and sometimes it's been reactionary, yeah. And sometimes yeah. it's been a numbness that you're trying to break. So
1: uh, that was high school. Was the numbness okay? The attempt to hurt myself was not that. It was an attempt to end it.
0: Sure, okay. okay. So that's more, I mean, I would say that's more serious ultimately because there's like a sort of yeah something there. There's
1: a finality. Sure. But, and then sophomore year, before this story happened, I went to therapy the first time. Sure. I went to a couple of sessions. Um, it was fine. Talked about my mom. <laughs> um, yeah. Like. And then it was kind of fine, and then I kind of dropped it for a little bit but after this night, uh, at like I, during spring semester, I was like I really need to go to therapy. Go for it again. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I went to therapy, and that was the first time I was diagnosed with clinical depression. Sure. Um and anxiety issues, and that was, I I like just think of this night when I think of like. It all makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, It is not normal for me to be crying outside at 3 a.m. Like, it is not like normal. For, for kind of not drastic reasons yeah, or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. And my, like, I, my mom explains it as, like, the weepies. Like, that's what she calls, like, drunk crying. <laughs> it's like, that in, in itself is not normal. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Let's not put that as, like, a, this is a trait you should have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, but I just, I think of this night, and it's, Important to me because it's, A, a reminder of Margaret and our friendship because mm-hmm. she was there for me the entire time and did everything she could to calm me down and get me to go to bed and right warm me up. And yeah, 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 literally physically warm yes, me up. like, everything yeah. to... And that, that, like, has kind of been what she has done since the beginning of our friendship. Like, um, I would get the weepies quote unquote and she would be there for me but that's i didn't realize it was as serious as that, it was. that's what it was that's that what
0: that's what the dynamic was yeah. yeah exactly Yeah. and actually
1: i think that's why people thought we had like some sexual tension because uh sophomore year i would get super drunk and start crying and margot would, like shuttle me away and like deal with me sure so maybe that was to other and it people just assumed like it was just the two of us in a room but like no, we weren't having sex. I was just crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> not glamorous, folks. There's no... There's I no remember... Genius. I actually remember one time, my... Kevin, my current roommate, um, would... It was... Me and Margaret in our in my room. I was crying. Kevin would open the door, saw that I was crying, and was like, Nope! And <laughs> just, like, shut the door. Like <laughs> That's the end of me being in there. Uh, well, that's interesting. Well, good on you, Margaret. It, she is a wonderful person. She is absolutely my best friend, and I don't say this lightly, but I don't know if I'd be here without her. Thank God for her. Oh, yeah. um, she's great. Um, but this night is also a good referendum for me on where I was and where I am now. Sure, sure. In comparison, and I still think, like, I still... Pardon me. Um... I still go through phases where I'm not good. But there, like, yeah. 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 I think in comparison to where I was and it's like, it makes it a little easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a milestone or something like that. Ex- yeah, outside. exactly. Or a turning point or a catalyst or something. It's 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 easier to get through the, the I call them uh, like my patch of dirt. Sure. Because you can either water your patch of dirt and have mm-hmm. it grow mm-hmm. or you can let it sit. Yeah, sure. And it can get grungier and grungier. Exactly. So I can get through my patch of dirt you know, or I can let it sit. And this is a time where I decided to let it sit. And, and now yeah. I think it's something my therapist actually said to me um, on a much smaller scale. But it's like, where do you want this night to go? Mm. That's what do you like. And it's a thought for me that I think when I because, you know, if you have depression, sometimes you just get sad. Yeah. It's just like, it's just what it is. That's how it manifests for me. I know it manifests differently. In high school, it manifested if I, as I didn't have feelings. But sure. That's what I mean. Sometimes, man- like, my mom describes it a
0: lot of times. It's like, there's something that should make me incredibly happy or incredibly sad, and I can feel neither.
1: Yeah, You yes. know what I mean? It's like, whatever. You and that's, that's one way. For me, sometimes it just manifests as, like, I just get sad. Sure. But one of the things that I think about, like, the thought that I think now that Margaret... Started, but like my therapist, just manifested in a phrase. Sure, sure. Is where do you want this night to go? Interesting, and it's it's good for me because it's not it's not a positive thought.
0: Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: not something that you know in my super dark times I can think and be like, well that's bullshit. Like it doesn't. Sure, sure, sure. It's like, but it's but it's a real thought. Yeah. And the fact that it's like,
0: not everything has to be peachy. Yeah. Not everything has to be resolute. But what are you expecting and set that expectation for yourself? Or yeah. what are you longing for and, and set that expectation for yourself? You know and what it's I mean?
1: like it's like nights where, you know, I just wanna feel sad, I can feel sad and like when I make that decision. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And and and,
0: it, and there's nights that are meant to feel sad. Yeah, or
1: there's nights that are meant to feel cathartic, or there's nights that are meant to feel all those things. Yeah. yeah. And it's but it's like For me, the the benefit is the nights where I'm not supposed to. Mm -hmm. I can, you know, say that to myself and be like, "No, I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to stay until four a.m. crying. Mm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to bed, or I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna pull myself up or whatever. Yeah. And it's uh, I made the comparison to my therapist, and he didn't get it because he didn't read the books. But uh, in Harry Potter, Mm -hmm. um, when Sirius Black escapes from Azkaban, sure. He just thinks, like, a neutral thought. Like, he's innocent. It's not positive, it's not negative, it's yeah. nothing. But it just helps him get through it. And I'm a huge fucking nerd, because I made that comparison. <laughs> um, but, but no, like, no. that's no. how I think about it. Like, <laughs> I am not... the thing that
0: nerddom gives us sometimes, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, like,
1: it's not a positive, it's not a negative. It's, it's just, like, just where is, do you yeah. want to go? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it just, it helps me. And Margaret, I, I from this night from before, but this night especially manifested, like, that thought process. She was the first, she was the first one could kind of bring it around to that with me. Where cool. she was like, hey, you can, like, if you want to feel sad, you can feel sad. But, like, you have control you, of this. You don't have to, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then my therapist said that phrase to me, and that's what I've been thinking about. That's awesome. So, other than the fact that you were browning
0: out, Was there something that you felt triggered this sadness, or was it just the
1: helplessness of the situation, do you think? Or was it just... I think it's a little of both. I think um, there are certain things, not necessarily that trigger me, but things that loosen my... Defenses. Sure.
0: Well, because, because one of the reasons I asked this is like you said you Irish exit or I might call it a French exit or Mm -hmm. whatever it is that I'm a a very similar situation where maybe there's a tension going on in the night or maybe there's something where I feel the drunkenness of the situation or the overall partiness of the situation might lead to a might lead to a circumstance where like I'm going to have to have a conversation or a confrontation or maybe even nothing, but I'm just feeling sensitive to, like, the emotions in the room where I'm like, I just don't like this, and I feel like me going to sleep right now or me going I'm, – I'm kind of a, you know, not to incriminate myself in New York, but in California, uh, it's fine. <laughs> a pot smoker. And, like, sometimes for me, it's like I need to go smoke a bowl. Sometimes I need to go be – away from this feeling or whatever, right? And a lot of times it's triggered by something, but other times it's not, right? And so, like, I wonder if there was... if there's something that even in the brownouts that you can feel, like, specifically triggered this, or if it literally was just, I'm waking up out of this drunken stupor and my emotions are running. I...
1: I'm trying to think, because most of the times when I Irish exit, it's not to this point. It's where I'm too drunk to kind of, like to stop sure like that's what i mean like it, but it can, it's yeah. it's not blacked out like it's sure. in that quote-unquote speed spot <laughs> sure um but it's normally during that time when i irish exit it's because i don't want people to see me in that face. yeah yeah
0: yeah or you don't you don't want to get to the point where you're fully making a fool of yourself yeah. or whatever
1: yeah um but i think in this case and as in the probably half the time half the time it's I don't want people to see me half the time. It's just because my defenses are lowered and I can't control it. And it's going to yeah, happen. Your walls are down, and I just yeah. don't want it to be in a bar. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, I understand and there are just certain times there. I c- can't think of anything that really triggers my sadness. I think it's just certain things, you know, if I'm not in tip top shape and I can't kind of keep it at bay, Sure. You know, when I get drunk, definitely. But even when I get super tired, when I, like, get hungry, like, anything where I'm not, like, tip-top shape, it's way easier for just... For the walls to come down. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, So, was there anything in the morning to this? I mean, I know you said you all of a sudden are waking up and dipping home but is there any repercussions from this night or was it just kind of a realization where you felt that scenario play out and realized you didn't want it to keep happening that way
1: i more the latter i think um no repercussions like negatively um i think if anything maybe uh Katie, Margaret's friend, was a little pissed because I made out with her and then just left. <laughs> and then where are you? Yeah. Or yeah, um, what the fuck or whatever. Um, yeah. But I think uh, Margaret and I had like a small talk in the morning where she was just like, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, And like, yeah. It, it was just like one of those, like, I could feel her concern and I drove home and had like two hours by myself and I just kind of like thought and it was like, yeah, I need to do, do something. something. Yeah, yeah. And this yeah. was after you had initially been to therapy
0: before but, this was kind of a catalyst to like I'm I'm seeking it again or yeah. I'm going back. It forever. was
1: and the first time I went to therapy, I had only gone a couple of sessions and it and was it influenced by anyone? Did your parents or did anyone else tell you to go? Um, or, or? I yeah I w- my f- first freshman year of college, I well I was on scholarship for all four years of college. but my freshman year of college, I went on academic predation because they put me. I'm, I'm blaming the system here, but it's semi-my-fault. They put me in Calc 2 and Computer Science 201 my freshman year. Oh, got first it. First semester. Jumped. So, and I'm, or, I'm terrible at math. terrible yeah, suck I was at math. I say, I'm not ready for that, no matter um, what. But there are a lot of reasons. I took AP stats senior year of high school, so they assumed I was good at math. But the reason I took AP stats is because my uncle taught the class. Uh-huh. Like... <laughs> So, I failed yeah. the AP test I passed the class but I failed the AP test like sure. they just like and they put me in this and I, I, I got an F in AP uh, in in calc calc yeah I passed computer science but I got an F in calc so my grade point average was below what I needed for the for the scholarship for the scholarship so therefore you're on probation. so I had to I was on probation and I had to write a letter being like hey why should you doing this why should you be why, why, what's yeah. making you slip um yeah. And I basically, I, this was before I realized I was under, I had depression, but I, like, wrote an email, I was like, hey, I just, <laughs> I, like, I'm really sad, and, like, all, like, all this stuff, and then, like, I included, like, a couple sentences, uh, like, how I hurt, tried to hurt myself in high school. Sure. And that and was the first time my mom ever found out.
0: Oh, wow. She... Because she was
1: involved with the process, She, like, read the letter, um, I think, I think... So, like, obviously, I said,
0: it was... I mean, obviously, it was unsuccessful, but it was really unsuccessful in that it wasn't like your parents found out.
1: Yes. Got it. Um it. Yeah. Um, and then... It was... Yeah. Um, and my mom read the letter and was like, is that true? Uh, like, you know, she were you bullshitting to get it. out of something? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. I was like, no. It, it happened. Like, I just... I assumed she knew, or, like, secondarily, I assumed it was not a big deal. Uh-huh. That's kind of what I assumed in high school. I was like, oh, no one can feel feelings. Like every sure. this is normal.
0: Everyone no- doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, and the... I
1: just, I thought that was normal until I got a separate, ex- like, a different experience. Sure, sure. Until, like, friends told me... Like I again, I said like I didn't have many friends in in high school. I wasn't really close to anyone for anyone to tell me like Hey, like that's not normal. Yeah,
0: you don't need to be feeling this
1: way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I got to college and people were like, Hey, buddy, help out. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. but, uh, my mom read the letter, going into sophomore year, and was like, You got to go to therapy, or you got to mm. do something. Like, just tell me you're gonna do this. Sure. So yeah, I saw awesome. saw someone at home that summer, um, and. They were just. it wasn't a long enough timeline to, like, really get into anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not. He, didn't, he was just like, all right, this is... Um, we, like, we kind of talked about my mom a lot, and I had some issues with my mom, and we worked through that, so that was helpful, but, like, I didn't really deal with anything with me. Sure, you didn't get into the personal stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, after this, uh, I went through an entire semester where I was just in a holding pattern, so to speak. And then... This night and then, that semester, second semester, junior year, went back to therapy full time, uh, once a week. So, do you? Th- I mean, do you think it got you through it? Do you think it got you there? Did it give you some stuff to do, or, or? I think so. He, um, it, she, It was actually it was a she at this point, and then I switched to a couple different therapists after that. Um, she was super helpful, because there was a lot of stuff that I had already known about myself and known kind of what they were but not how to deal sure, with it. Sure, totally. She gave me a lot of advice on how. Yeah, yeah, And then she she was the first one who was like, you have clinical depression. Yeah, like, and that's
0: uh, important to hear because, like, you know, for the longest time, I mean, my mom suffers from an incredible blight of a, of a dual diagnosis where she's manic depressive but also an al- alcoholic. And... One can be a catalyst for the other, right. while the other can be a catalyst for the other, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where if she relapses, if she goes off the handle, she will go into this manic depressive mode where during her recovery, if she does decide to recover, mm-hmm. and I call it recovery because it's happened multiple times, she will go... I'm super manic for a little while and I'm on top of everything but almost to the point of there's this inevitable crash and during that crash do you relapse and then if you don't do you get super depressed Yeah. and what does that depression look like does it mean you can't feel feelings or does it mean you're sad all the time and nothing makes you happy there's all that stuff right? so one of the biggest things she needs to do is treat it like realize that it is like you have a fucking issue. You have to treat it like diabetes where you get insulin shots. You have to literally, like, take care of it. Yes. Like, it is a disease. And it took me so long, as a, especially as a son, to be able to look at that situation and say, why can't I make you happy? Or, yeah. what, you know, why yeah, can't yeah. I, what, what, you know, why can't you just be excited about these things that are happening? Or whatever it is. And, and look at it like, no matter what, you're going to have these issues. You need to deal with it like it's a disease or whatever it yeah. is. You know? So it took a long time for that. So I understand. But um, so what were some of those steps?
1: Um, I think it, that honestly was a big one. Just yeah. someone just being like, "Hey, you have depression," and just knowing that it it is a, it is an object that you can focus on. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's as not, opposed to
0: just like, "Why do I feel weird?" Yeah, it's not just yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah.
1: random thing. It is. Yeah, it one thing. Yeah, 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 like, and it, it it is depression and anxiety issues, but they often go hand in hand. Where I can deal with both of them enough. Sure, sure, sure. Um and actually for a decent amount of time it wasn't even about for me at least it wasn't even about treatment so much as a, as about diagnosis. Yeah, yeah. And just And then uh, I just kind of senior year of college I was not as bad as I was. Um, yeah, yeah just because i think I, I was working two jobs i was going to school full-time i was in two you're, plays you're was, in it yeah was, yeah you're in it <laughs> i was so busy that like i almost just didn't have time like i was i was out of the house and i was like work school play bed
0: like there yeah. was sometimes uh, the worst thing you can do is have I mean, in those situations is have time to think <laughs> and you know I mean? yeah
1: and i think um and then i graduated and moved to brooklyn and had a I worked at Yelp and had a phone sales job, but that just heightened my anxiety. Sure, sure. I mean, I I actually moved to
0: Brooklyn, had a other sales job, not phone, but a business-to-business sales job, and
1: whew, that was one
0: of the most anxious times of my entire life, being a pretty, what I would say, emotional but normal person, (laughs) you know what I mean? Not diagnosed with anything like that. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was intense. I can't imagine. There was some stuff with like, the management staff there, where they, I would try and explain things to them, and be like, hey, this is what it is, like, I just, I have depression, I have anxiety issues, it's just gonna be a thing, Yeah, yeah and they yeah. would just be like, well, like, from the company, we have to do this, and it was like, so then I left that job, um, started working at LPQ, um, and then I was anxious for different reasons because I was below <laughs> the poverty line. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's part of it. Yeah. Um, but then I actually um, I found uh, a therapist that I the guy that I was talking about before that I really connected with. Saw him for a very long time, um, and he just gave he he just kind of boiled everything down to its most base nature, so I could just see it like that. And uh, he's like one of the things I learned from him was one of my issues before, is I would always refer to... I would say, like, oh... It sounds bad, but it really helped me. Like, he would say... Like, I would say, like, oh, I'm really sick. I have a sick part of my brain. I, like... I, I'm i broken in this part of my brain. Sure. But he would... It helped. It's not, like, medically correct, but it helped. He would just be like, no, it's just a challenge you have to face. Uh-huh. And... Yeah. At first, I totally went against it. I was like, no, it's not a fucking challenge. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Well, but here's the problem is that, you know, there's so many issues of the time when, I mean... Okay, you have to have respect for the fact that, yes, there is an issue that is above most other people going to be there regardless of what I do about it, Mm -hmm. right? But there is still a mentality that I've always felt that there are people who tackle this. For instance, my aunt who is my mom's sister, has almost verbatim the same affliction. She, she partied way too hard and quickly realized she was a substance addict mm. um, and also was manic depressive, right? The way she's tackled it is to say, to say hey, it, I don't need to have this strict anti-substance policy. I don't ha- need to have this strict, I can't be around people who do this policy. I can still do all the normal things that make me who I am, and yet I just need to know that whenever I'm feeling this certain way, I need to, for be- for lack of a better term, Irish exit and say, yes. I'm done with this night. I'm. Uh, what do I want this night to be? Just like you said, I want to go home and be with my husband and maybe cry a little bit and like, listen to some music and fall asleep and that's like, going to be the end of my night and that's a totally fine thing or I'm going to be able to say my mom stresses me out or I'm going to be able to say my sisters stress me out or I'm going to be able to say these people are stressing me out or whatever it is. And way My mom does it a very different way where she's like I have to treat this entire disease as my life and yes. I have to deal with it as a disease that's there all the time and she focuses on it regularly and sometimes that makes me as a son angry because I'm like it is a challenge, right? And But uh, but I understand as someone who's been diagnosed or as someone who is, like, looking at it as a problem that they have to solve, like, no, you can't simplify it that
1: much. Or, you know, or you can't, like... That is totally how I initially thought. Like, yeah. it totally wasn't, like, no, it's not a challenge, it's a disease. Yeah, like, but then, give me the credit that I deserve. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I think one of the things that flipped it for me, and this is what he was trying to do, is... I saw it as this insurmountable thing that could never be beaten. And all of a sudden, it's not. And then all of a sudden, it's like, no, it's just a challenge. Yeah, like, yeah. it's just, like, something I have to deal with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it made it so much easier. The way that do. an economic challenge or something like that could be. Yeah, 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 yeah And it yeah. just made it easier for me to compa- carp- compartmentalize, compartmentalize in my yeah. brain. Sure. Like, this is just, it is what it is. And yes, maybe it is something I have to deal with all the time that is more than normal people. Yeah. But it's still just one thing. Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: And and we all have those
0: yeah, little challenges whatever they might be, like, uh, whatever circumstance what it be. I mean, it's stupid to feel victimized, but sometimes even just growing up in the family that I have is as much of that challenges as yeah, maybe they yeah. those women who have been diagnosed with it. So, yeah, it's an interesting thing. And and always being worried is like, "Oh, am I feeling those feelings too?" whatever it yeah. is, you know, whatever it is. So, right on. So, Let's bring this back a little bit. This is one night on Earth. We're talking about one party night. But ultimately, this night was, to you in a nutshell, the night that sent you down a path to recovery or sent you down a realization, a catalyst, to being able to deal with your problem. Yeah. Yeah?
1: I I won't exclusively... I won't totally say recovery because I still have to... Well, it's not... We're always recovering, right? But it, it is... Definitely a catalyst, something that sent me down that path, something that just made me realize, like, this is not normal. This is something I have to get treated. And i it worked out so far. There you go. <laughs> so, I
0: mean, just like in case any of our people, I mean, this is awesome. I didn't necessarily know this is where this was going to go, but that's the way these podcasts always are. Uh, for anyone who's listening who's feeling like something is an issue in my life, do you have any advice for people? Do you have any, like, uh,
1: signs that you might want to be aware of or anything like that like um, advice for literally everyone on planet earth go see a therapist.
0: Yeah, I, you know, it's the thing, it's funny. I I went to a therapist for a couple things. Right after my mom also tried to commit suicide. Just a fucking big deal, you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, you know what I mean? So I was just like trying to figure out how to talk about it in general and seeing a therapist was awesome. Second thing, I'm deathly afraid of needles. Mm-hmm. And for a while, I had to get some blood work done because uh, I was taking this medication for my asthma. And then also because I had really bad acne. Have you ever heard of Accutane? Yeah. Fucking horrible medication. Don't ever take it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but it fucks with your liver really hard. And so I went, had to get blood work done regularly. And every single time I was having blood work, I was having these, like, seizures. I was passing out. One time I punched a doctor in the face. Jeez. Yeah, I, like, blacked the fuck out just because I passed out, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because, like, whether it wasn't the pain, but it was just the feeling. And I got so agitated that you while a doctor was trying to restrain me, I just jacked <laughs> him in the
1: face <laughs> as I'm ruining my kitchen. Uh,
0: and so I went to what's called an EMDR therapist, which is, like, uh, I don't remember what EMDR stands for, but it's essentially, like, fear therapy. Yeah. Right? Okay. And, and, and it was just, like, showing, like, it gave me all these tools to be able to say, like, when you're in this situation where you're overcome by a completely irrational fear, because, like, what are needles really doing? What is getting blood drawn really doing? Yeah. But still, to me, it was just the end of the fucking world. And again, not because of anything I can tangibly say, like, I'm afraid of this feeling. Oh, yeah. It was just, like, when that happened, my body started having a panic attack. What are you going to do, right? And it was amazing. It was a super good feeling. So anyways, okay. So go to therapy. Go see a therapy. Like, um, even if you're just feeling...
1: Any, I think anyone, even if you're happy, yeah, I just think
0: talk to someone, it's yeah. so good. People
1: have how so many, much,
0: like how much do we want to on Facebook or on yeah. Instagram, just
1: fucking exert everything that we have inside of us. Right. And people have so many misconceptions about therapy, but it's just like, if you had the chance for an hour to talk to someone who had no preconceptions about you. Sure. Sure. That's, it's a wonderful feeling. Cool. Uh, awesome. i've I've been looking to go back to therapy because I just I haven't had a chance to go back to the same dude to help me and I just it's something that really helps me sure like it's just and I think it, it from everyone who I've talked to who's gone to therapy same thing yeah, yeah. um if you can't feel anything <laughs> go to therapy yeah yeah you know something's an issue yeah, yeah yeah if I things should make you sad and happy yeah there <laughs> are the... two things that like the two. Ways that I felt it. I couldn't feel anything. Nothing made me feel happy, sad. And that is what I've heard is described as depression. Yeah. Yeah. And then, after, like, later, it was just, like, every... Like, I was just sad all the time and couldn't do anything. I subsided... Uh, sophomore year on fried can fried chicken and candy because nothing else like i was looking for momentary moments of happiness sure and that was was literally happy like interesting well at least it wasn't drugs i (laughs) you know i definitely self-medicated on alcohol but yeah yeah. so do you think i mean
0: uh, you know this is a very personal question but we've gone personal so do you think we talked about that night as being a party night But do you think that that it was those brownouts, or do you think that there was anything to do with that alcohol that was really making to you, or was it more of just the situational feeling? I mean... I think... Because, I I mean, I'm just speaking from personal experience. We've been drunk plenty of times, and most of the time when you're drunk that I see you, it's, I'm surrounded by people I love, we're having a good time, it's generally a a time to goof off, a time to let loose, things like that. So I haven't typically seen the, like, self-destructive drunk that even some of my best friends do. You know what I mean?
1: Like... So, do you think that was contributing or no? I think. Um, well, like I said, I definitely self medicated with alcohol in the past, which sure. is not good. Okay. Um, <laughs> but. I almo- I, like to think I am past that phase in mm-hmm. my life. Um, I mean, we've all been idiots it's <laughs> college drunk right, rate, but, but i i yeah. like to think that i'm past the phase in my life where i You're need to yeah. irish exit and cry mm-hmm. and abuse alcohol Interesting. i yeah. um i think i've gotten enough help where it, it, it i like to feel like i am like that where i can just have a good time with people yeah, that yeah. i love mm-hmm. like i'm having a good, like i'm just hanging out enjoying life it's not and i it's not anything more there have been nights n- recently-ish where it's not the case where like i i get a little too drunk my defenses slip sure 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 it's not the norm anymore got it got it and it, it was the norm then, and, and i think that's this night that i described was way worse than anything else uh-huh. but i think that's because of the setting and the circumstances sure sure but it was a fairly normal occurrence for me to get ripped and just like start crying and yeah, feel sad and be there yeah, yeah, yeah and like you
0: said Margaret was there for a lot of them. Yeah. Or whatever. yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Well, you guys, this has been One Night on Earth. Uh, you know, we like to get into all sorts of different things. Last week, we talked about a holy experience at a temple. This week, we talked about an emotional and a traumatic experience. And yet, you know, it was a party. You know what I mean? I mean, so we always want to be out there talking to everyone and getting every different perspective. So if you guys want to comment on anything, if you guys are, ever have any issues, you know, we just always say reach out. Uh, the biggest thing you can do, like, you know, Thomas and I, it turns out, have both dealt with with people, whether it's ourselves or whether it's other people who have had serious circumstances with mental health and things like that. And it's like, you know, reach out, talk to someone, talk to someone, what, fucking leave a comment somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, fucking DM me. Like, yeah, exactly. That's like, what I'm saying. Whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm Luke. Shot first at Twitter. I'm always happy to talk to you about these issues. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it, it's a thing.
1: And when we're all out there feeling the same experience. So. Yeah. At uh, Justice Calls Me at Twitter. Seriously, DM me if exactly. you need to Exactly. No, to I you. feel
0: I feel like, you know, one of the biggest disservices you can do to yourself is not to reach out, especially with the connectivity we have these days. Yes. Chances are there's someone like you out in the world. So help, help figure it out. And, and like you said, maybe it's seeing something. Maybe it's
1: someone talking to you. Maybe it's just changing up a habit. Maybe it's yeah. looking at it like a disease. Whatever it's it is. Whatever makes you feel better. I have started eating better, and it's helped me a lot. Like It's true. There's so many things that you can do to help yourself feel better. I didn't help that. We went and had a bunch of German sausage tonight, <laughs> but that, does, that doesn't help the situation. By eating better, I mean cooking home-cooked meals. They're garbage for me, but they're like, <laughs> they make me feel a little
0: bit better. Yeah, yeah that's true. Little small happinesses, right? So. So right here, live from Brooklyn, New York, uh, in the kitchen slash studio, <laughs> um, this has been Gage's, nope, not Gage's Top 5, we've done a couple <laughs> comments, oh, we've done a couple podcasts today. This has been One Night on Earth, where we talk to humans of this great planet, and talk about the stories that have happened to us, uh, involving One Night, and what they can mean to us, and mean to our lives, right? So uh, this has been Gage Sieber, and Thomas Justice Warden. Thomas Warden, the Warden. Uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Much love. Bye.